chapter 8 is a continuation of the prophecy that began back in chapter 7. Verses 1 through 17 describe Shivat Hashchina Litzion, God's returning his presence to Tzion, and the great happiness which will ensue. These prophecies represent futuristic scenes that will take place by Yomahu on that day, referring also to messianic times, Yemot HaMashiach. Vayihi divar Adonai Tzavaot Lemor, and the word of Hashem Tzavakot came to me. Vayihi represents the idea of Divrei Michumim. From this point on, we will have words of comfort. Ko Amar Adonai Tzavaot, Kineti letzion kina gedola vechema gedola kineti la. So said Hashem Sevakot, I am jealous for Tzion with great jealousy and with great fury. I am jealous for her. Kineti, God says, he arose to defend the honor of Tzion and to deal with those who have destroyed her. Essentially, Hashem is angry over what's been done to Yerushalayim. Ko amar Adonai, shafti el Tzion, veshachanti betoch Yerushalayim, venikra'a Yerushalayim ir ha'emet, vehar Adonai tzevaot har ha'kodesh. So said God, I will return to Tzion, and I will dwell in the midst of Yerushalayim. And Yerushalayim shall be called the city of truth, and the mountain of Hashem tzevaot shall be called the holy mountain. Shafti, with the completion of the temple, God has returned. Hashem's presence will be returning now to the second temple. The Nikre'a, just as Yeshayahu had prophesied. Jerusalem will again be called a truthful city. And Har Hashem refers to Har Beit Hashem, the mountain upon which the temple stood, Kodesh, holy, because that's where the Mishkan of God, the house of God, sits. Ko Amar Adonai Tzavaot, Od Yeshvu Zkenim Uzkenot Berchovot Yushalayim, Ve'ish Mishanto Beyado Merov Yamim, so said Hashem Tzavakot in this famous line, old men and women shall yet sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each man with his staff in his hand, because of old age. Zekenim, elderly people. This is a bracha when many generations live together. The elderly people will be stronger. They will live longer. They will be vibrant. Urchovot ha'ir yimalu yeladim biladot mesachakim berchovotea, and the streets of the city shall be filled with boys and girls playing in its streets. I must add, on a personal note, that this pasuk sits right outside our midrashah in the old city, where we see children playing in the courtyard in front of their school, and it is essentially the prophecy. Uh, coming true. When the population multiplies, this too is a sign of blessing.
כה אמר אדוני צבאות, כי פלא בעיני שארית העם הזה בימים ההם גם בעיני יפלא, נאום אדוני צבאות. So said Hashem, as it will be wonderful in the eyes of the remnants of this people in those days, it will also be wonderful in my eyes, says Hashem Tzvakot. Ki pale, it seems unbelievable that this would happen, what is described in the times of blessing. Gam be'inai can be understood as a rhetorical question directed at those who would doubt this process. Would it be unbelievable in God's eyes that he could do such a thing? Meaning, nothing is impossible for God. Alternatively, alternatively Hashem says, it's unbelievable to me too. The idea is as if I were to change nature. Ko amar Adonai tzabaot, hineni moshia et ami me'eretz mizrach me'eretz mevo hashemesh. So saith Hashem Tzavakot, Behold, I will save my people from the land of the east and from the land of the west. Eretz, Mizrach, even Jews from far-flung countries will eventually return. Jews such as the ones who came in the Mishlachat, in the group that came asking the question in the previous chapter, should we continue fasting? People were disappointed with the second temple. Zechariah says, there's a lot of good waiting for you. Yerushalayim must be the city of kindness and truthfulness. We must do what's expected of us as Jews. It's up to us. But there is great potential. Jerusalem will be a public city. As Hashem will save B'nai Israel from the east and the west, to settle in Jerusalem. And I will bring them, and they shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem, and they shall be my people, and I shall be their God in truth and in righteousness. The Hayuli La'am, the breed, the covenant between God and his people will be reaffirmed in the merit of the acts of truth and justice which will be performed. Ko amar Adonai Tzavot, Techezakna yedechem hashomim bayamim ha'ele et hadvarim ha'ele mipi hanevi'im asher biyom yusad bet Adonai Tzavot ha'hechal lihibanot. So said Hashem Tzavot, let your hands be strong, you who hear in these days these words from the mouth of the prophets that were prophesying in the day that the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid, even the temple, that it might be built. A lot of potential is in this second temple, despite the question of the group from from outside of Israel. Ki lifnei hayamim hahem schar adam lo niya uschar habehema enena velayotze velaba en shalom min hatsar 
ba'ashalach et kol ha'adam ish bere'ehu. For before those days, there was no wages for a man, neither was there any hire for beasts. And for him that went out or came in, there was no peace because of the adversary. And I would incite all men, each one against his neighbor. Zechariah is reminding the listeners here of the difficult circumstances prior to the building of the temple. There were no wages, meaning no financial security, and no beracha in the land. There was no produce. The enemies of the Jews were sitting in the hills of Shamron, bothering them, and as a result, the Jews fought internally in a civil war. Simply put, before the building of the second temple, they couldn't make ends meet. They couldn't exit or enter the, the city peacefully, and people were fighting. Now that they were building the Mikdash, Hashem is no longer <clears throat> against them, but with them. Ve'ata lo kayamim harishonim ani l'sheirit ha'am hazeh ne'um Adonai tzevaot. But now I am not the same to the remnant of this people as in the early days, says Hashem Tzvakot. Now things are different than those early days, God says. Now Hashem is back to dwell amongst His people. Ki zera hashalom hagefen titen peria vehaaret titen et yevula vehashamayim yitnu talam for the sowing is for peace, the vine shall give forth fruit, and the earth shall give forth its produce, and the heavens shall give forth their dew, and I will cause the remnant of this people to inherit all these. Now there is going to be bracha, kizera hashalom, when the economy does well, there is peace. The seed, the zera, is the source of peace. Indeed, Chazal tell us that one of the main causes for fights and quarrels at home is when there is difficulty with finances. Hashem decided to give B'nai Israel this beracha. And so, V'haya ka'asher heyitem klala bagoyim Beit Yehuda ubeit Israel ken oshia etchen vehiyitem bracha al tirau techezakna yadechem. And it shall come to pass that just as you were a curse among the nations, O house of Yehuda and house of Israel, so will I save you, and you shall be a blessing. Fear not, may your hands be strengthened. No longer like them. There will be peace for the descendants of those Jews who are in Israel. There will be sustenance from the earth, the the trees, and rainfall. Just as before B'nai Israel were downtrodden, and they were considered a curse, whenever they wanted to give an example of a people that were cursed, it would be the Jews. So too, the Hegitem Deracha, you're going to be a blessing. God will bless us. It's a so what if the others ask if they should still be in mourning? 
as the group from Bavel did, things will be much brighter in the future. Kiko Amar Adonai Tsevaot Kaasher Zamamti Lehara Lachem Behaksif Avotechem Oti Amar Adonai Tsevaot Velo Nichamti Ken Shavti Zamamti Bayamim Haele Lehetiv et Yerushalayim Vet Bet Yehuda Al Tirau For so said Hashem As I planned to do evil to you when your forefathers provoked me said Hashem Tzvakot and I did not repent so I have turned about. I have planned in these days to do good to Yerushalayim, to the house of Yehuda. Do not fear. Zamamti, God has decided to change the fate of the Jews to a blessing. And Hashem has made this decision and won't take it back. El Hadvarim, Asher Ta'asu, Dabru Emet Ishet Re'ehu, Emet Umishpat, Shalom shiftu b'sharechem. These are the things that you shall do. Speak the truth, each one with his neighbor. Truth and judgment of peace you shall judge in your cities. This is how you should act from now on, Zechariah says. He's repeating the messages conveyed earlier by the previous prophets, as these are the essential and most fundamental teachings of God as delivered through all of the prophets. These are conditions, demands, justice, truthfulness, peace. When, when disagreements are brought to court, the job of the court essentially is to produce both truth and peacefulness, bring the arguments to a, a um, harmonious conclusion. Emet, why emet? because it was due to deceitfulness that Jerusalem was destroyed. Mishpat Shalom, because only truth and justice can bring peace, and Besha'arechem, in your courts. V'ish et ra'at re'ehu al tachshavu bilvavchem u'shvu'at sheker al te'ehavu ki et kol ele. And let no one think evil of his neighbors in your heart, nor shall you love a false oath, for all these are what I hate, says Hashem. Whatever is hateful to your fellow man, you shouldn't want. Don't think of how to harm each other, because Hashem hates people. To do this. And the word of Hashem came to me saying, Here from verses 18 through 23, we come to the fourth part of the prophecy where Zechariah answers the Mishlacha, the group from Pavel. He is speaking straightforward. God is speaking to Zechariah as he answers the Mishlachat regarding the question of the fast days. Ko Amar Adonai Tzevakot Tzom HaRevi'i Tzom HaChamishi Tzom HaShvi'i Tzom HaAsiri Yiyeh LeBet Yehuda LeSason UleSimcha UleMoadim Tovim VeHaEmet VeHaShalom EHavu 
So said Hashem, the fast of the fourth month, the fast of the fifth month, the fast of the seventh month, and the fast of the tenth month shall be for the house of Yehuda, for joy and happiness, and for happy holidays, but love, truth, and peace. In this famous pasuk, Zechariah answers the Mishlachat by explaining that all these fasts will eventually turn to be happy days. These days that were originally fasted to commemorate the destruction of the first temple will ultimately be days of happiness. So the fourth month refers to Tammuz, Shiva Asar Tammuz, when Jerusalem was breached during the first temple. The fifth month represents Tisha Be'av, and the seventh month, Som Gedaliah, and the tenth month, Asara Be'tevet, when Jerusalem was besieged. As mentioned earlier, Som Gedaliah, when Gedaliah ben Achikam was killed on Rosh Hashanah, that represented the end of Jewish independence in the land of Israel. Yom Kippur is not mentioned here because it is, it is not related to the Chorban, to the destruction. Ha'emet ha'shalom ehavu. This is the condition that the days be turned into happiness, that truth and peace should abound in order for the good prophecies and blessings to come about. Again, there has to be a balance between justice and love. Ko amar Adonai sevaot od asher yavo amin arim rabot. So said Hashem, there will be yet a time that peoples and inhabitants of many cities shall come. Amin, meaning not just the Jews from far from flung places, such as where the Mishlachat came from, but all nations. Mahalchu yoshve achat el achat lemor neelcha haloch lechalot et pnei Adonai ulevakesh et Adonai tzevaot elcha gam ani. And the inhabitants of one shall go to another, saying, Let us go to pray before God and to entreat Hashem tzevakot. I too will go. People will say to each other, Let's seek out God. The nations will ask God's forgiveness and come close to Judaism. Uba'u amim rabim vegoyim atzumim levakesh et Adonai tzevaot b'Yerushalayim ulechalot et penei Adonai. And many peoples and powerful nations shall come to entreat Hashem in Jerusalem and to pray before God. Rabim refers to the idea that these nations far outnumber the Jews, and yet they too will come and seek out God and pray before Him. So said Hashem Tzavakot, in those days, when ten men of all the languages of the nations shall take hold of the skirt of a Jewish man, saying, Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. The number ten here, ten people, is an expression of many people of all different languages. They will 
gather together from nation to go with them, and Elohim imachem. After these nations have seen all the wondrous things that God has done for his people, they too will want to go with them to Jerusalem.